Hey, what's going on? It's your boy and off for the streets. Welcome to the and off for the streets podcast. Today we got a special, we got a special episode for you guys. You know what I mean? We always got different guests, creative and artists, but today we got a real estate agent for the artists, for the VIPs in the city. You feel me? Till Mills seven. What's going on? How are you doing? I am doing well. How are you doing? I hope everyone is doing well. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. I'm alive. You know, I'm I'm healthy. I got good good health. You know, I still got money coming in, so I'm doing good. I got nothing to complain about. What about yourself? Everything good. I like good? what you're doing out here. So Fact, I, I like I like what you're doing. You know. I'm trying, trying. I like what you're doing. I see. I see you doing. You put you putting people on game. You are trying to get them real estate. You trying to show them how to get out of poverty and things like that. Build build wealth. So I had yeah. to connect with you because I'm in the same mindset. You know what I mean? I just got my crib just like last year. I just got a condo myself. You know what I mean? I'm planning on buying the next one very soon. So uh, yeah, why not? Why not connect with somebody like yourself that knows the game that could like share some knowledge to the people so they could kind of like get out, get at that rat race, get at that rent, pay rent and, and not only any any equity, any wealth. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like a mouse on that on that, you know. Always racing and never getting anywhere. So I get it. Facts, facts. All right, great. So before I get into the questions, uh, let us know a little bit about yourself. What got you into the real estate game and, and what else do you do? Because I see you working with artists and everything like that. So what do you really do? Um, so, so I started doing real estate at 16. So my mom basically just threw me in um, to be an assistant for Alan Pay Cunningham at Remax in Brampton. Um, she didn't want me doing all the other stuff. She's like, just do it five to nine after high school. So I'm like, okay. So I started learning um, the back end. So I started seeing, you know, how they were moving, how they were working. I started seeing um, the commission checks. And then that's when I was like, whoa, there's a, there's a job that you don't need a lot of years of school to make an endless amount of money. If, if, you know, the harder you work. So I was like, okay, I like it. So ever since then, I just got addicted. And then I've been doing it ever since, and I'm 34 now. So it's a long time that I've been doing real estate from every oh, wow. angle in terms of back end, the real estate, the showings, the transactions, um, just doing flyers, marketing. So I, I have I have a lot of knowledge with the whole real estate as a whole. Oh, wow. So it's so not just a one thing, you know? Yeah. So you've been in the game for, for a long time. You say, say you're the plug out here. I am the plug. <laughs> I do call myself the real estate plug. I think I deserve it now. Okay. 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 That's dope. That's good to hear. I also see that you're also tapping into the entertainment. You got a recording studio and things. Yes. Yeah, like so that. basically, yeah. I guess with all the, um, all the real estate, I got a lot of clientele that are artists, yeah. you know, so it just made sense to get a studio. I was offered an opportunity to purchase the studio. So I took it. Um, and yeah, and it's booming. And we're, and you know, we were following all the protocols and COVID, you know, they haven't shut us down. They come in to check, but we, we are still one of the only studios that are allowed to operate because oh, we do wow. more than just yeah so we're they come in they'll look around they won't see, do anything so if i need clients that for real estate they'll come in here they'll see what else we offer so it's kind of like a one-stop shop oh wow okay well what services do you offer there so we have um obviously the recording studio at the versace room um we have custom merchandising so people can come in and get their custom gear um we have a photo room a rehearsal room so we have a choreographer um j-man so we have um and then we have the dog house where people can just lounge around it's just 1200 square feet of fun oh, so there's wow. a lot of space to do everything so we have our in-house photographers we have videographers um we have a little bit of everything we do a little bit of the car rentals um again i do we have people that do catering i do my tres leches from here so i make those cakes Speaking okay. of cakes, Chef Alim is downstairs. Can you catch him? <laughs> so we get a lot of people. So I use this shop as like the one-stop shop. People will come pick up a cake and see what else we offer. They're looking for real estate. You know, we'll go into my office or whatnow. You know, so I, I I do a lot here. Oh, so, so you right wear, now, so you wear a lot of hats. Basket. You wear Sorry? a lot of hats out here. I do, I do, I do, I do. But I have to, you know, I'm the real estate game is very motivating. It makes okay. you want to like meet so many people and you meet like there's so much more opportunity in real estate. So I just, I never, ever left it. And I think everyone should like, I think everyone should get their license because one day you guys are going to all own or want to purchase for your family. You know, why not bring that money back into your pocket to put it towards your deposit, to put it towards, you know, your equity instead of, you know, how, paying everyone else. There's enough money and room for everyone to eat out here. So it's not a really a competition, you know? 
Okay, that's really dope. I really like that mindset. So you yourself, you own a real estate as well too, right? So if you're in a real estate, you have to own one. Just right, that. right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I live I live in Barrie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have a four bedroom house in Barrie. I've been there for like three years. Okay. Um. I lived in the all over the city, but it's just not worth it for me. And yes. I work from home. So because I've been doing so well, luckily, um, I get to work from home. So I don't need to go to the office anymore, or I just come to the studio. Okay, that wow, that's really dope. I like that. I like that. So, uh, what I wanted to ask you, right? Because I see you said you work with artists, you were able to get them houses and things like that. What what got you into that lane to help artists and, and trying to? Get um, them? to be honest, like I have to shout out my boy Justin because he was just, uh, you know, he's just a regular, you know, hardworking guy that just hit me up through, I guess, through Instagram or word of mouth, and he just hit me up maybe like four years ago. He's one of my first clients. Um, he trusted me. I, I have, he, you know, he refers to me as a goat because I have him living like a king. So yeah. And then years later, it was weird because I went to, um, I went to, um, where did I go to, um, OVO, OVO Fest, and I seen Smiley perform, and I, it was like manifestation because I was like, oh my god, like Smiley, imagine. And then literally like a week later, I got a message from Smiley, and he was like, yo, you know, you help my people. And I found out that the person that I helped was like from four years ago was that just Justin guy. So I was like, wow, like you just treat everyone with respect and you never know what's going to come out of it because years four years later like i he gave me one person he he also you know i had mk soli free the man down he's also my client too um so yeah like i just and then eventually just escalated you know with books and then other clients and then you know i started you know working with other like other clients yeah literally every all the artists i have a lot of artists in my roster can't disclose them all because then you know how it is out here but um yeah, i do work with a lot of main artists that you guys all know like you know oh you know like the crook shout out the crook he sends me a lot of referrals um right now we're working with young smokes people i didn't even know that i had moved young smokes family you know rp smoke dog but like yeah i didn't even know that i was already plugged in without even like i didn't even know oh wow okay so, so yeah I was, I'm, I'm up there yeah i know you're up there from what i'm hearing like you you where you help a lot of artists out so what i wanted to ask you right so let's just say an artist wanted to get a house wanted to buy a house but they don't have a a, a a main source of income, a full-time job. How do they go about that? So um, basically what happens is, okay, so they have to check their credit. Everyone should always be checking their credit and it changes every 30 days. Um, people think like, as long as you have good credit about 680, if you have a decent credit about 680 uh, and then you have a sizable deposit, then you can go and meet with certain mortgage brokers. If the mortgage broker can't do anything because you don't have proof of income or whatnot, we yeah. have there's other sources like creative lenders that they will do things privately. So there's 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 loopholes. There are ways to do it. If anyone is interested, you know, hit hit, hit you up, hit me up, and we'll get you guys going to the right mortgage brokers because that's usually what mortgage brokers take care of. So usually, first step is they got to talk to their banks or their mortgage brokers or just you know shop around. So when they do all that, they're going to give you the prerequisite that you need. So they're going to, they want to do the job thing. And nowadays you need to have like a hundred thousand, you know, salary. It's crazy. It doesn't make sense, but that's what people want. Yeah, you're right. Um, so once they do that and then they can, they can bypass the paperwork part because there's creative lending. Obviously the interest is a little bit more higher, but it's a, it's a, I feel it's, it's a price that's worth it to towards home ownership. Okay, so the, the creative meaning like rental every month or like fees or like you, I would rather pay the extra interest just so I can be a homeowner. Okay, so the creative lending, so it's more like a private lender. Um, yes, they're, yeah, they're, they're private lenders, but there's a lot of companies that do do that. So, again, if anyone needs it, hit us up and we can, you know, direct you to those people. I have a few people that I do work with. Okay. Um, so there's solutions for everyone. Obviously, if your credit though is not good. I suggest still meeting with a mortgage broker because they can give you the steps to rectify your your credit score. So, so the main so the main thing that matters is your credit. Your credit has to be good. Your credit, yeah, because even if you can have all the money in the world, unless you have thirty percent, like if you have 30 35 percent of the deposit, they're not going to ask you any questions. That's why a lot of people that come from other countries, they'll pay, they'll come in, they'll take over because they're bringing such a sizable deposit that yeah. the market, the banks are not saying anything. They're, they're getting the house. And then plus they're paying the extra 15% and they're still doing it because it's, it's beneficial for them to be property owners, you know, in, in Canada at least. Okay. So, okay, great. So if you have the money, you could, you could make something happen pretty much. Yes. If you have the money, 
even if you're, uh, but at least the, the, the credit needs to be, you know, at least a 680. You guys need to obviously hire, but 680, guys, that's so people are always looking for at the banks, especially during these times right now. The higher, the better. Yeah. Um, I always tell everyone if you want to fix your credit, get a Capital um, One MasterCard. They are very, very helpful. Um, I actually had to rebuild my credit because when I was younger, I fucked it up. Yeah. Um, I effed it all up, but um, it worked. It actually helped me to get a pre-approval of mortgage. So it, it really does work. I am a believer of, of Capital One MasterCard. So I think everyone should get that if they're really trying to build their credit. So, okay, great. So, okay, that's great. That's great information that you're giving out right now. So get a Capital One to help build your credit. And if you, even if you don't have a source of income, as long as you have a sizable deposit, you'll be, you be able to get it to private lenders pretty much, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, great, great. Okay, dope. Thank you very much for that information. I always want to know how artists could go about doing things like that because a lot of artists I know they don't have like a regular source of income. They don't have a full-time job or even have a notice of assessment. So- Oh I'm, yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah, and they don't yeah. know. And there's and they're spending it on all these things that they should really just put towards the property, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. There's a lot oh. of money out there that I see. And I'm just like, whoa. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they do. Some, a lot of them got a lot of money. They could definitely do certain things. So would you, would you suggest, let's just say an artist have a lot of money, but they can't, they, the money is not in the bank and things like that. So what would you suggest an artist to do if they have like hundred thousand dollars just sitting around from like feature features or whatever? Oh get yeah, them. they can use it. To, so they can use it towards a deposit if they have good credit, but if they don't have the good credit part, then again, that would be the creative lending side. So okay. there are so solutions. There's no good credit, they could do creative lending. If yes, providing that you have a sizable deposit. If they can see that you're making the money and you can pay, obviously they're gonna the interest will be a little bit higher, but they, there's a lot of people that will work. I've seen a lot of magic happen. So okay, so you make the magic happen since you got the well, on the real estate side, but we we have the mortgage crew, we have people that you know we have a great team that okay. sounds good. That's dope. That's good, that's good to hear. So uh, a lot of people always wonder, like, uh, because a lot of people there's always that big discussion. Should I buy or should I instead should I rent? What do you suggest people should be looking towards? Should they look for more renting or like save their money and trying to buy a house? Oh, I, I everyone should save their money and to 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 eventually purchase because eventually you know we're all going to get older, have kids. We want to leave things to our kids. We can't you know pass on a rent, yeah. a rental. You know what I'm saying? Because landlords have the most rights, or actually tenants do. But the landlords can just kick you out any time. When you have your own home, providing that you're paying your mortgage and everything, you're never going to have to worry about being kicked out of your home. Yeah. When you're renting, if there's no stability, you never know. They can easily just be like, oh no, I lost my job. We want to sell the house now or the condo. You got to move out now. So it, there's no security with renting. It's yeah. just throwing away money and making them richer. That's really all that I, is. I did notice that when it comes to like having a place, it, it helped me provide, it provided me a lot of security just having the condo. Because uh, with this whole COVID thing, uh, like you, you, I was able to just <laughs> put like, call a bank and tell them, hey, you know what? I can't pay the mortgage right now because of COVID and they were able to delay my mortgage for like six months. And I didn't yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. So there were, yeah, the, a lot of people got good like grace periods, which is cool because when you have rent, it's, it's very hard. They're going to take you to court. They're going to do all this stuff, you know? So it's just like unnecessary headache. The life is already so hard. Yeah, so cool. I think everyone, you know, I should, everyone just save money. Even You'd be surprised of what you can do. Once you get that one property, and then you start every two. So what my parents did was we flipped it every two, three years. Yeah. Buy, flip every two, three years and just keep moving on up. And that's the best way. That's where a lot of wealthy people have made their money just by flipping real estate. So would you say it's better to flip than to just kind of like uh, after two years and to pull out the equity than to buy a next house? I, yes. Based on what I've seen and experienced. Yes. That is, obviously, like, unless you're planning to stay there forever, but most people don't They usually like to move around. But I would suggest anyone that does purchase a condo, a home, anything after two years, see what the market is and just flip it, take it, make your little bit of money, go a little bit bigger, you know, just keep doing that. It, it really does make a big difference. Eventually, once you're done, you can keep that one property where you're going to live and then all the other properties that you've already built, like you have, you have income properties now, you know, they're investments. You're, you're become the landlord now. So when you say flip it, would you saying you talking about selling it or just keeping it and get the equity out of it and rent it out? What it, um, what no. So flip it. I mean, by selling it. Okay. But by selling it. Okay. And then selling it. So, you so you're going to make the money off that because properties always go up. So um, yeah, flip it two years, get into a little bigger home. So my, like we started with a townhouse. 
We sold it, everything was good. We ended up buying a pre-construction house in Brampton. And by the time that house was done in Brampton, um, literally like maybe what, like less than a year, the property value went up like 50,000. Oh, so wow. like, you know, like, yeah, you haven't even moved in. So a lot of people, what they do is they, before they even get their key, they already put it on the market to sell because so, so it's a quick, quick turnover. Quick, and then quick. by that you have more money and then you can go to another one. It just depends on what like your plans are. You know, people have families, so maybe they don't want to do all that. But if these are for the young, you know, for the young kings that want to, young queens that want to like do something for the future, I would suggest to go doing that path. At least flip one house, and then you you at least flip one house. Definitely okay. That's a, that's a or condo. And if you want to be the landlord, it's great. But there's a lot of like, it's very hard to be a landlord. Facts. I, I hard. Like, tenants that. have a lot of rights too. Like I said, so it's just like. Oh, it's very it's very difficult you very know right. they, property, you got to deal with it although you know if you get a raid you got to deal with it like it's just unnecessary drama yeah it's just it's not worth the headache i think because most of the time the rent has to be a you know market value and people's mortgages are not even those prices sometimes so it, it doesn't make sense to me though yeah you definitely, yeah you're you definitely right about that because even myself right now i'm looking at taking out the i'm refinancing so hopefully i'll be able to get some equity at that <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you're on the right track, so you know what you're doing. You know, a lot more people should follow. No, I, yo, I'm, I'm just tapping into the game about a couple years ago, right? So it's like I feel like a lot of people don't know about these things. That's why that's why I wanted to get you on this podcast so we could kind of like start teaching these young, young guys, young black, brown, white, whatever, wherever you are, like learn about the, these information. Because if you could start young, the young, the younger you start, the better. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Like me, like just being in there at 16, I, I just saw everything. Because so I didn't know nothing. An opportunity. You're right. I didn't know nothing about credit like that. When I was in college, they offered me a credit card. I'm like, oh, I'll take the shit. So they gave me $1,500 and I maxed the shit out that credit oh, card. Oh, me too. Oh, I, wish, I used to go to Zeller's, get the HBC cards. I got everything they gave me. I, I, I messed up my credit really bad. But I did oh, all when I was young. You know, I'm older now. Capital One again. Okay, Capital One. So make sure everybody that's listening right now, if you want to rebuild your credit, make sure you get a Capital One card. So where can they get a Capital One card? So Capital One, so Capital One Mastercard.ca. Even if you don't have good credit, what they do, they have a program where they you send them three hundred dollars. Yeah. They hold that on that card, and your maximum is three hundred dollars. So even if you don't pay, they still have your three hundred dollars. But it's a great way. So they're already they're they're trusting you already because you're giving your three hundred to them. Okay. So that's the credit card. So they're going to see how you're making those payments. Okay. So based on that, and then after like a year, they'll, they'll increase you. So I've seen people increase to like 3,500, you know? So like it, it just, it's small, but it really does make a big, big difference. Because again, guys, every 30 days, your credit score changes. So if you, someone says, oh, you have bad credit, do not give up because every 30 days, your credit score changes. Every 30 days, huh? Every 30 days, yes. Equifax.ca, you can go on it. Capital One also has an app. When you do log on to check your credit score every seven days, it'll, it'll update for you. Okay. Okay. So let's just say somebody don't, don't have a uh, good credit and they don't have a sizable uh, down payment. What, what do you suggest for them to do? I would suggest to um, keep on saving and just keep on fixing your credit and just keep on saving. And if you have to rent, try to stay with family, but if you have to go on your own, just, you know, be smart about it. There's no need for the, you know, like the 7,000 penthouse, the dollar penthouse. Like it's, it's crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. But again, to each their own. Facts, <laughs> but yeah, facts. definitely renting is, is your option. Obviously, you can't do anything else if you can't afford a property. But it's in the goal. Just manifest it. Just put it on your vision board. Save your money. Like don't get the designer. Like even I have to stop with the designer too because it's, it's just a waste of, not waste, but like, you know, it's a lot of money out there. It's a, so it, just save your money guys save your money it will make more sense in the long run if you guys are really into money everyone's always talking about money 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 everyone hustles for money but i don't see anyone really going out there investing their money do you know what i mean Definitely. so it's just like it doesn't make sense it's like put your money where your mouth is or you know put your money in your property leave something you know own something yeah you're definitely right about that so as a first time home buyer so how much would, would somebody really need to 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 put as a down payment for um, okay so first time home oh, so it depends so I have a I have my whole list here for you guys so for example for minimum five percent for first time home buyers so it's five percent up to five hundred thousand dollars so up to five hundred thousand you need five um five percent down anything over is ten percent so for example I made a little thing here so for example six hundred um thousand dollar property twenty five thousand 
down, that's 5% of 500,000. So if you want to put for 600,000, about 10,000 down. So 10,000 per 100,000, if that makes any sense. So so in 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 total, you, you will say they will need about $25,000 just to start then? Yeah, at least. Like, yeah, so what's, um, so what is that? So 500 times, how do we put this way? Yeah, 25, you're right. Yes, 25. And then also you have to always so like incur the, um, the closing costs. A lot of people forget about closing costs when they purchase yeah. and stuff. And that's usually like two, two to 4% of yeah. the sale price. And a okay. lot of people forget about that. They think it's a hidden fee, but it's not. It's just when you're, you know, you get your property, there's a land transfer tax, you know, and if you don't have a sizable deposit or you don't pay, you got to do a, you got to pay for the home insurance. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of things that go in with home owning. It's not just, just buy a house, get your key and you're in. There's a lot more to it. Um, so yeah, so two to four percent of their sale price is what you should be having as cushion when when, when it's time for closing. Okay. All right. And also, cool. if you do order or buy stuff or you buy a property, um, at the day of closing, a lot of people think, "Oh, I got approved. We're getting the house. We got the closing," and then it, they decide to go buy a car. They go decide to put something new on their credit bureau. Yeah. And so, what happens on the day of closing? The banks before they take you know giving you that mortgage. They're basically going to go check your credit again. Oh, so-and-so, you just bought like a car. Now your debt to ratio, it, you know, everything has shifted. We don't know now if you can really pay back this mortgage. So guess what happens? You're cut off. You just lost your whole deposit. The sellers are keeping your deposit because you, you, you messed that up for them, for their investment. And then, and then you're stuck and then you are starting to square one all over again. Wow. So it's, it's best for everyone to wait till the closing is fully wait done. Wait till you get, get your house. keys in hand. Once you get your keys in hand, then splurge. Okay. But you need to make sure that you're in good standing all the way up until closing day, 6 p.m. Okay, okay. Wow, okay. All right, that's great information that you're sharing yeah. right now. Thank you. Right. Great. So so like you said, it, it comes with closing costs. I know there's lawyer fees and things like that, inspections. So in total, you it would probably say they need about $30,000. Like, At least. Kind of, at least, huh? For, at least, now, yeah, at least, yeah, at least, definitely. So, okay, great. So, as a first time on buyers, uh, I, I know there's a few programs and, and there's a few grants and things like that for, for first time on buyers. What, what kind of programs are, are there that you could kind of like share with? Well, them? right now, for um, so for first time home buyers, they offer a four thousand dollar rebate for all home buyers. So that's pretty good for home buyers. Um, to be honest, a lot of the deposits, like the grants and stuff, you have, there, there's a lot of websites that are always changing. Um, you, again, if you want to reach out to me, I will send you the links because they're always changing. I can't even specify because they're, again, always changing different rules all the time. Now with COVID, with the whole banks, everything is changing, but there is ways to, there are, there are programs that are helping people come up with their deposit. But okay. basically what they're doing, there's some people, what they're doing now is, They'll give you half the deposit, but then they also kind of own your property too. So it's like a two in one. Okay. So you so can buy with people that are already and they want to invest too. So they're they'll do that with you. So they'll help you, but now it's half of theirs too. So like right, a, again, you're getting your foot in the door of home ownership, right? Because eventually you can change the title and you can do all that stuff. So there's a lot of like, there's a lot of um, solutions, but a lot of people just don't know. So there are ways, and if you can, there's a lot of also um, home investors that want to purchase, but they just don't have the time to do, or they don't want to deal with it. So they will go in with someone else. Mm -hmm. So there's, we have people that do that as well. So people are looking to collaborate, you know, hit us up and I can set you into the right direction with the right team to do that with. Okay. Okay. All right. Dope, 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 dope. Cause I always wanted to know, I know some people that's trying to buy a house as well. They always ask me these questions, how much money they need. I'm like, Probably about twenty five thousand. I I really don't know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah, and, and a lot of the prices in the in the GTA, like five hundred thousand, is like it's rare. Like unless you're going like to Barry, you know that it's rare. So yeah, so ideally a good thirty five. Yeah, thirty thirty five thousand dollars is what you guys should have. You know, just sitting there and then still save some more money because when it's you know keeps right. Saving. Okay, so I I seen that like these house markets, especially in Toronto, how they blowing up like just you see the smallest house and it's worth like a million dollars. So do you suggest for people to even invest in, in Toronto or they should go outskirts more like Ajax, Oshawa and Barrie and things like that? Oh yeah, I definitely, I suggest everyone to go outside the city. I think the city is more, um, I, I can, I, 
the city is full of investors. A lot of investors is what owns most of the downtown core anyways. Yeah. So it's more of a business. If you are looking to invest, if you are looking to be a landlord and do Airbnbs, then yes, definitely go there. It will make sense for you to go there to purchase in the city. But if you're looking to just make your money, but like, you know, in a reasonable time with your family and whatnot, then yeah, outskirts. Everyone doesn't like being stuck on the 401 anyways. Yeah, so yeah. Why, might as well just take the 400 and go south or go north. So I, I think anyone should just go out, out there. Okay, okay. Even by Hamilton, like Stony Creek, those places are, are booming right now. Are they affordable out there, like Hamilton and Stone Creek and things like that? Okay. Yeah, Barry. Barry's coming up though, but Innisfil, Bradford, um, there's a lot of hidden areas right off the 400 near um, Innisfil and Barry. And there's a like you can there's a nice nice property. It's affordable, like in the six hundred thousands, like affordable, which means like you know you only need about forty five thousand now. So it, it's still reasonable, and you still have a property with 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 land, and you know you have your space and you have your bedrooms and everything. Yeah. Um, so it makes more sense here in the city. You're gonna go buy a million dollar house, but it looks like um it looks like a townhouse. It's not even worth it. You're just paying. I, I feel like Toronto is just a designer brand. You you guys are just paying into the brand of living in the city, living in Toronto, it doesn't make sense if you really are, are trying to really make real estate make you your money. Definitely. Okay, great. Okay, great. great and great, then great. once you've reached all that, then you can go to the city and buy all the condos downtown and then, you know, be that person. But right, there's steps to get there, you know, everyone always wants to run, but they're not walking and really getting to understand. Yeah, you're right about that, definitely. So if somebody wants to buy a, a crib, so they, they should definitely look into getting a real estate broker and how do they find one? How do they find a real estate? Broker? Um, so really, okay. So basically, if you don't, if so usually real estate agents come from word of mouth. Yeah. So if I've helped you, you're in a most likely, and I did a good job, you're mostly going to refer your friends and family to me. Yeah, so it's yeah. really by word of mouth. Um, if no one has the word of mouth, no one has an agent, what they do is they just start Googling or they just start going on the website to see what, what they're looking for, or they'll see ads that they see a lot. Like I always remember growing up seeing Frank Leo the Lion. Like I seen him everywhere because of all his advertisements. So advertising does work, marketing does work. So they will just do that. And if they want to, you know, go somewhere else, go to the team two four seven. You can find us on Instagram. Hit us up. You know, it's free. It's free to work with a realtor. It's free. Buyers and tenants do not pay mm -hmm. uh, realtors at all. So it's free service. Why not work with a professional? A lot of people try to do it by themselves, though. I noticed, and. Um, you're paying more with the lawyers after like it, it makes no sense and then i feel like a lot, a lot of them are like oh no let me go find a realtor now because we take care of all that extra part all the headaches okay great great definitely that's great answers uh so let's just say somebody want to buy a house or whatever it may be right uh they have to go to the real estate agent in order for them to get a loan and mortgage right um, yeah, so bank first. The first first step, if you're looking to purchase something, go to the bank. Go to your bank, speak to a mortgage broker. If you don't know, ask your friends around. A lot of people own property. So just ask them, hey, who's your mortgage broker? Just go to your, your bank and just be like, hey, I'm looking to purchase or I need to guide to, to purchase. What are the steps to purchase? They will tell you all the prerequisites because every bank is different. People are different lenders have different rules. So it just all that matters is just as long as you have your, your game plan yeah. in paper, then you're, you're, you're good. Follow the game plan and you'll get to your goal, but speak to a mortgage broker. They are the ones that will get you the mortgage. After that, then step two is finding yourself a real estate real, a salesperson. Okay. 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 All right. So the first step will have to go, you have to go to the bank first. Yeah. The bank, cause if basically if once the bank gives you your pre-approval, then you take that pre-approval and you say, Hey, I got a pre-approval say up to 600,000. Jessica, I seen you, you help my thing. Let me, can you help me out? Sure. No problem. And then that's how we go. So we work with a budget based on what the bank has already told you. So if someone wants to come to you and be like, well, I want to buy a property. The first thing I say is, have you met with the bank? Have you met with the bank? Have you been pre-approved yet? No. So I, I direct them to the correct person. They do all that. Once they're pre-approved, then they come back to me. And then that's when we start the house hunting. We know their budget. I set them up in the system. They're getting automatic listings before the public. Um, so, you know, we, we have, it comes after midnight. So we try to set up everyone. We have a good program. So if you guys are looking, come talk to us after you have spoken to your mortgage broker. Uh, definitely. We got about like three people that, that, that came in right now. So if they have any questions, you could just drop your questions in the chat. Mm -hmm. And also what I wanted to ask you, right? So in addition to the mortgage payment, right? Like you were saying, there's, there's closing course and all these other courses that people might not know of and them not knowing they, they, they can't buy anything on 
put on their credit? What other courses out there that people should be aware of? Other sort other courses? Like other like courses. Oh, other like um like expenses they need to worry oh, about. Um, no, that's really it. Just having your deposit, having two to four percent of your sale price um for your closing costs. That will include your lawyers and, and everything. Um that's it. And just have, you know, just just have money to buy your furniture. What does the mortgage covers? Yeah, yeah. So once the mortgage is sorry? What what does it cover? It just covers the house. Does it cover anything? Oh, I don't know. So all so their closing costs will cover like your land transfer, um, your home insurance. Um, it depends if you didn't pay us that's what if it is if it did if you didn't pay a sizable deposit, then you're gonna have to pay an extra 20% for homeowners insurance. Because they want and then you're gonna pay for mortgage insurance. So a lot of people forget that if you don't pay a certain amount of money, you're gonna have to pay uh, mortgage insurance. Yeah, so that people need to do that. That's uh, why you have to pay. <laughs> sorry? So it's a lot you have to pay. There's so many. It is. That's, that's why I feel like I feel like a lot of people just feel overwhelmed because it is a lot of payments. Um, and then um, yeah, so it is a lot of payments. So I feel that people just get like it's too much headache. Let me just rent. They give a one payment a month, and there's no headache. Yeah, yeah. But it's you know it's, it's I think we should invest in ourselves. Y'all should invest in yourselves too. I think working investing yourself sh it should not be something that we should take lightly. It sh we should not be lazy about it. Um, and I really hope that this little seminar or this podcast really gets you guys motivated to do this. De def definitely. Uh, what I wanted to ask as well, right? Uh, let's just say somebody just only have like $15,000 saved in their bank account. Like there's nothing else out there, like a loan they could get. Uh, just oh yeah, and you can go into like your RSPs and stuff, like RSPs and all that stuff. Yeah, that can go towards your mortgage, I'm not your mortgage, your, your deposit as well. So, so a lot of people, so people- How do you do that? So you just go to your bank, go to your bank and let them know that you want to sign up for RSPs and RRSPs and stuff. They will set you up again, that's with their bank. So a yeah. lot of people um, confuse like with real estate that with bank stuff. So a lot of things in real estate, we don't deal with the bank stuff. So that's like something with the mortgage broker. The mortgage brokers have all the details of those type of programs and stuff. We, we don't need to know them because it's their step first. We just get the paperwork after. We can we can give them advice of where to go to get that information or where to get um, the help. But other than that, it's just it's, you, a mortgage broker is your first step to any okay, for so anyone that's looking to buy. Go to the mortgage broker because you're going to meet a lot of realtors and they only know what their mortgage brokers tell them. So everyone yeah. has different ways. So I suggest always shop around too. Go to at least three different mortgage brokers because everyone will tell you different things. So All it's right. not even really black and white. Okay, great. Uh, I have a question in the chat right now. This guy says he's a part-time worker and he wants to start earning money with real estate. What should his first steps be? And he said he has $13,000 saved up. Um, okay, well, keep saving. Good for you. I applaud you with part-time and during these hard times. The fact that you did that, I rate it. So you're on the um, right track. Um, part-time, see, again, you have to talk to the mortgage brokers, right? The mortgage broker will see what your debt to ratio. They will check your credit. Um, they will see what debts you owe. They will see if you have any outstanding, if you've ever been bankrupt, like they'll check all that stuff. And then they will tell you, okay, your 13,000 is good. This is what you can afford. If your annual income is enough to, to hold down a mortgage. So right now they, they I bought a hundred thousand. That's why a lot of people are buying properties together. You're starting to see a lot of homeowners like four names, it becomes a family affair now, just because everyone's income combined, you're getting over the hundred thousand. And then you're, you know, everyone's putting a little bit more deposit. Everyone gets a little bit of piece of the pie. Okay. All right. So would you suggest that a lot of people go with their family and things like that and see? If uh, yes. If you have, again, so yeah, because you are a part-time worker and you know, you have your 13. Yes. If you can find a family member with decent credit and also, you know, has a good job, combine it together and you guys it, it'll be much easier towards home ownership if you do go with a team you want to build with your friends do it like everyone's always want to you know build with the people invest in a property together because at the end of the day when if anything goes sour everything is 50 50 you know it's 50 there's you can't take half or more than your property they can't take 60 percent while you buy what halves on it yeah so you could always sell that okay great 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 thank you very much i hope that answered your question Amir, and yeah, yeah, there's solutions, Amir. There's hope. Don't worry. Keep on saving, though. You're on the right track. And also, if you want more information, you can always hit her up on Instagram and, and build your relationship with her as well. Uh, another question I wanted to ask you: There's a lot of mortgages out there. There's different types, like different. Like one thing I always get confused is the 
when it comes to these financing is the percentage, the ratio and, and things, the interest rate and things like that. So how do people know which one is best for them? Um, so again, that will be with the mortgage broker. So based on your situation, so based on what your, what's on your credit score, based on what you have, based on what your, what your income is, they will determine what is the best um, path for your path to ownership. Because they'll tell you, you might want a house, but based on what you have, they're going to be like, no, based on what you have, you can do this first. You can do a condo first. So you have to trust that you have to trust them because they know what's, what they're going to approve you for. So if your goal is to be an owner, just listen to their, their plans. But if you are like, you know, stubborn, you're like, no, no, I really want a house and you're going to keep trying. They're going to keep pulling up your credit. Remember every time that they check your credit, you lose about six to eight points of your score. So it's very six to eight points. Yeah. So like if you, you could be at 700 and you go around, knock off six to eight. Now you're already in the six fifties now, six, you know, it, it really deteriorates your credit score. Every time they so check, you know? Yeah. So that's why it's very good to do your homework. Just, you know, again, that's why I would say, ask around, ask your referrals, ask for referrals of what mortgage people to associate with. Cause again, everyone is very different. All the companies are different. Banks are different. Everyone has different information. Okay. Dope. Dope. Thank you very much for answering that questions. I have a couple more questions left as well. And also, uh, Let's just say somebody find a home, right? And like, how much, how much sh should should they offer for the home? When it comes to like, I know, like, when it comes to these homes, you have to like put an offer down. How much should somebody offer for the home, or does the realtor attend those that? Okay, yeah. So, okay, so if you want to like sell your home, how much is it going to be in the market? Like, if you're trying to buy a house, like how much, like how much, like offer you should put down, like you know what I mean? Oh, if you're trying to buy a house, okay. So if you like the house, then you yeah. So you're let you, you let your realtor know yeah i like this house i want to put an offer on the house so then um yeah so you can do as many offers as you want until you get a, the house accept like offer accepted there's a lot of negotiation so you can lowball and then work your way up okay you can lowball okay great so what if the offer is rejected because i know offers get rejected a so lot if offer gets rejected it's okay it was it wasn't the property for you god has another plan the right I, I always feel like the property will choose you I'm very a big believer. A lot of people have been like, oh no, I, I didn't get in the house that I wanted. They get all sad, but then they find something that they fall in love with. A lot of people don't even know what they want because they just don't know what's out there. They yeah. think they know, but they don't know what properties are out there. So how can they say I want this when they haven't even seen this? So um, yeah, just, well, yeah, yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. So you- Yeah, yeah. so even if it gets rejected, offers can be placed. Um, we can do a thousand offers if we want to. Okay, you can do a thousand offers on the- Yeah, yeah, we can do as many as we want. Remember, we that's what we get paid the big bucks, right? Because we just got to put these offers together. We got to try to make, you know, win for our client. Okay, okay. All right, so the main, the main issue I, I encountered with a lot of people, a lot of people that's trying to buy houses is just, they just don't have the maximum down payment to do it, right? They don't have like this kid right there that just said he has $13,000. A lot of people don't have that $30,000 or $40,000. They're not even able to save that much. So like, like what I wanted to ask you, like there has to be some type of programs or, or loans people could apply for besides the RSP loan. So if they want to do that, they have to go straight to the, to the bank, to the, to, to like, to the mortgage broker. To yeah. The a lot of people, a lot of people, even they'll get on line of credit, they'll get lines of credit and they will use that towards their, 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 their deposit. Also, you can pull you can pull out the line of credit and put it in the deposit. Yes, yes, yes. But it, a lot of people even take money from their credit cards and put it towards the deposit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, my, uh, I know somebody that did that. He, he, yeah. he hey, hey, we your own. Hey, if you gotta do it, you gotta do it. He maxed, he maxed out his whole credit card. He took out like at least fifty bands from his credit. Yeah, and that's why you that's what you gotta do sometimes. If you can't, you gotta you know you gotta do it anyway any way possible. But what, but let's just say. With the line of credit, if you take out the money, they're not gonna see it on your your credit report that you owe that credit line of credit. Um, no, because it's no, no. So line of credit, you can use it towards your deposit. It won't go against your. It won't go against you because it's it's part of you. It's already part of your account. It's already there in your credit bureau, so they already seen it already. So once you get the pre-approval, you can use your line of credit money. Oh wow! So that's like a hack. Then. So that's one hack you could use. Exactly. So what other hacks do you have then? What other um hacks? see I got some programs here. So let me because I really just want to share the hacks because a lot of people are looking for hacks on how to do these things, you know what I mean? Because I find out I find out people know these information, they just don't share it with nobody. No, which is which is crazy because you'd think you'd want the whole city to, you know, prosper and do well together and 
Yeah, okay. man. People like to keep these things to themselves. So I'm not about that. I like if I know something, if I could help other people, I'll share the information, you know, because I don't want you don't want to die with the information. <laughs> you know what so I mean? Exactly. Like, what, like, why would we do that? The same way we get information, why would we not share the information? Like, we were fortunate to receive information, so I want to give that back. Because if no one helped me growing up, I would never be able to help anybody. Yeah, yeah. So for I, sure, it's very, for sure. um, it's very important to, for me. So let me just pull that up here because I have yeah. it right here. Here. So we have that. Wrote up some notes for today. And also, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the news. Um, right now, homes are uh, the low interest rates are very low right now. Mm -hmm. Very low right now, and and prices for the houses are, are at their all-time high. Wow. So interest rate is low, but the prices are high. Yeah. So it was just in the news last week. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely do that. Uh, my, this laptop does not function today. But yeah. Um... Yeah, guys, if you guys have any questions, make sure you drop it in the chat. So I answer the questions for you guys. Uh, if you have any information, if you guys plan on buying a house anytime soon, let us know. We should be able to definitely assist you guys. I'm trying to give you guys as much information as, as 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 I can. If you guys got extra questions, just let me know. Let us know. Let us know. Yeah, let us know because my computer is just very slow. Got you, Bob. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna hold you too long. So I got. I got you for like the next. No worries. Time. No worries. No, no, because your computer is just crazy. No, 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 no. I just, it, my, it just is not even doing anything. It's okay. You guys are tuned in live with the livest real estate agent in the city. If you guys have been tuned in, you've been listening. I go by the name of DJ Cookie Dough. Can't show the face, but hopefully you guys have been taking in the gems. You've been listening. You've been making sure to put your money aside. Or even if you don't got your money aside, make a plan. And if you don't got a plan, make sure you hit up Team 247 because she's going to make sure that you're right and you got a crib. Bye or bye, baby. Hello. Shout out DJ Cookie Dell. Yeah, shout, shout out to her for real. Yeah, she... Wait, I'm trying to pull up this my program, but it's not opening for me. And I have a list there. You know what? Can I send you the list and you get you can post it? Because I have a list of all the things because my computer's not functioning today. I definitely. And there were so many, and I don't even want to give you the wrong information. Smile for us, yeah. Jess. I'm sorry. No, no. Send me send me the list, whatever. I was say, yeah, because it's actually like um that we get it from our office. So like I want to send you it so you guys can just click it and then you guys will see everything. Yeah, send me the list, yeah. all the hacks you have. Another question I want to ask you, because I know once you buy like a home as a first time home buyer. You no longer qualify to put spot percent down anymore. Like, how can you give us a little, a little bit more explanation when it comes to that? Of what? Sorry. Like when you first buy a home, right? You you already use the five percent as a first time home buyer. Can you still be? Can you still do five percent again if you already have a, a house under your name? Um. Again, you can if. Your credit is outstanding. You've been awesome with your mortgage payments and you you, you make a great income. Yes, because I have seen people even put down $1,000 on offers. I have seen people purchase properties, put $1,000 as a down payment. Are you serious? 1,000%. Because they got great credit. Because they got great credit. They got great history. They've got, you know, they've, they've been homeowners. They've probably owned multiple. So they've already proven themselves. So once you've proven oh. yourself, then they're very, they're good with you. Oh, wow. Of a client so that's why they don't care if they're going to give you your mortgage anyways so put down a thousand oh wow so so the main thing that really matters is your credit history and and, and how you've been able to kind of like pay your bills on time and things like that so which one sorry so the main thing that really matters is your credit your credit history that's like yes yes that that's that's one thing that we can't even bypass like with, with the bank unless you're doing creative lending but with the actual banks no that they're going to pull up your credit all the way up until your closing day, just to make sure that you didn't add anything new to it. Okay, dope. Okay, great. So I have a next question that just came in the chat. So the question is, uh, are condos harder to get and deal with? Because they were building a condo where I live and I was thinking of getting it with my family. 
and renting it out to people for a profit. I'm in Brampton. So what's your take on that? So wait, so he wants to buy a condo in Brampton, a pre-construction? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Um, so pre-construction um, for condos, it's, it's hard because I don't know if you guys have seen the news. So basically you can invest in it. The only sucky part is that it does take a lot, a few years for the condo to be done. So I don't like the idea of pre-construction condos because I have witnessed it where they, the builders take away your, your deposit. They run away with your deposit uh -huh. and then you're stuck with no money. And then you, you, you lost your investment. So I would suggest uh, a resale, a resale condo um, would be the safest bet just because you are guaranteed that the unit's already done. You It's already there and you know where your money is going versus you know, if you're doing a pre-construction, a lot of these companies are from Europe. A lot of these people take all your money and then they go and wait for the, 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 the builders to actually come up with the rest of the money to start building. That's why a lot of condos don't even like start building yet because they're, they've gone everyone's money, but now they got to collect the rest of the money. Oh, wow. I yeah. So I, I, I don't like the idea of pre-construction. I think resale would be a better idea if they were like on point with the pre-construction, then by all means, obviously it's more affordable. You see the layout do all that the moment it's done being built after three four years or even five like you know like Bulger, it took like seven years young and shepherd that green building that took like seven eight years to be done being built that's a long time for you know your money to be paying every 30 days or until you're done your deposit and then you're waiting seven eight years just to move into that condo it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense because you can be easily making money from day one already you know like so i think resale is the best way to go um, if you are trying to do it in Brampton, um, there are a lot of condos being built um, in borderline Caledon and stuff, or I would suggest doing a pre-construction home. Pre-construction home, there are affordable homes that are being built in Brampton. Um, you will get way more bang for your buck with a property because you know if you, you can rent out the basement and, you, and your family can be living upstairs. So now you have basement tenants that are helping you with your mortgage. So I would suggest resale or a custom built home, not custom, but pre-construction pre home, home, more so than a pre-construction condo. Just because I've seen horror stories where people run away with your money and then you're stuck like, what do I do? You already signed the contract, you, the money's gone. And if he's trying to build up his his equity and he's trying to build, become homeowner or a property owner, then resale. Sound like a nightmare. Uh, so, yeah, so what I want, so let's just say a pre-construction house, right? So how much would somebody have to put down for pre-construction home. So pre-construction, um, so again, it goes based on your mortgage, right? So whatever your pre-approval is. So pre-construction is still the same as like, um, they have lead, they have more um, methods. So instead of paying, for example, 30,000 down right away, they will save 10,000 upon signing. And then they will let you know um, in 30 days, another 5,000, 30 days, another 5,000, 30 days, another 5,000, till maybe you reach to 50,000. For example, it just depends on the on the price of your house and what you're pre-approved for. And then once you follow that, that's what that gives people um, also another help, like help, because they're now they don't have to rush with the whole forty thousand or fifty thousand. Now they're giving you thirty days to figure out how to get another five thousand or ten thousand, whatever the situation or whatever the contract stipulates. Um, so that's another hat to pre-construction homes. So you have to get pre-approved. Like a get a mortgage pre-approval for pre-construction for anything? Um. So okay. So eventually, when you close, you're gonna have to. You need the mortgage. So right now, if you just want to go on pre-construction, you go right there. Be like, hey, I got ten thousand. Let me sign it. As long as you pay the rent, that your full deposit, like their structure, and you pay it, you're good. But then by the time and your closing time comes, they're gonna want the remaining of the money. So that's when you need your mortgage. That's when you need to make sure your mortgage closes. So, so what if you can't get the mortgage? Like, does have you what seen they that happen? Do is they do assignments. So they do sale assignments. So what they do, a lot of people do, they'll buy it, they'll put their deposits down, then they'll they'll basically sell it online to anyone who, that wants to buy the unit, and they'll add their deposit they've already paid, and then they'll add like maybe another ten, fifteen thousand just to make a little bit of profit. So you can do that because they just know they're not going to close it. So basically, they'll just sell. It's called assignment sale. Sell, yeah, assignment. Okay, so, so they're, that's assigning, they're assigning what they purchase to someone else now because they can't finish or they don't want it or they just maybe they don't have the money to right and that's the reason they're assigning it yeah. um but there are solutions where you don't lose your money because they're going to basically take over your contract so say i don't want it no more i'm like shit, i'm not gonna have this money by this day 
let me let me give it to you so you let me assign the sale to you so now you're taking over the sign now you're taking over all the contract that i had plus you're going to pay back the deposit that i already dropped and then you're going to pay me a little five ten fifteen thousand dollars just because you know i got to make a little bit of money on it that's usually how a lot of investors do it that way a lot okay. of people come from like overseas to do that all that okay all right so what if somebody wanted to get into like mostly not mostly investment like buying houses and flipping them and renting them out do you still have to put five percent down or is it more 20 percent down when it comes to um investment okay so i guess it depends on how much the property is so yeah so usually when you own a property it first it sucks but i guess um the more you do own the more you do have to pay down mm -hmm. because now you're you, you own all these properties now that's yeah. why a lot of companies they do corporations they own a, a lot of different multiple properties because they're they're big corporations now they have it's not just a person it's just it's an entity now so they have extra money to put in so they can afford to own all these properties and they can afford to pay the extra fees and the extra percentages because they already own so much and they have already proven to build that so the banks trust them but you do pay more more money more problems <laughs> That's the best way to, I don't, like, I don't, it's weird though. The more money you make, the more money you have, the it's more you got to pay. It's, it's, it makes no, it's just a crazy world. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely right about that. The more money, the more, the more freaking problems. Yeah, sometimes that's why sometimes, I guess that's why renters just, you know, they stay renting because it's, there's no headache. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. But I, I write, I read it going to the home ownership because that way you could be a little bit more equity, take some money out the, the house. 1000%. Yeah, for sure. What do you, what's your take when it comes to like refinancing? How many times should a homeowner refinance their house? Um, No more than three times. And that's if you're like, you're really, really like you have to, but yeah, no more than three times. No more than three times. You should yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they're going to, yeah, no more than three times. And then hopefully by then you guys should start flipping it. Okay. Okay. So flip yeah. it. Okay, great. All right. All right. So that's pretty much all the questions that I have written down. I don't know what other information would you like to share? If you would like to share any information, any questions I didn't ask you, that would be very, very useful. Um, that's real estate. That's a never-ending game. Um, real estate, everyone's always saying when's a good time to buy. The best time to buy is when you're ready to buy. There is never a great time to buy. It's just whenever you're ready. Everyone has different lifestyles. Everyone has different plans and goals. If you have money to buy or you are you're thinking about buying, start your plan because the one year goes by quick if you start staying for one year you'd be very surprised like we did already a year almost of covid mm -hmm. like it goes by quick so um yeah definitely save money um definitely home ownership should be on everyone's mind it should be on everyone's to-do list it, everyone should have this home ownership to-do list um there are solutions there are solutions um you know just don't don't give up just ask your question because sometimes you don't even know just ask somebody a question because you can save so much time and you can, you, you didn't even realize how much closer you were to home ownership just because you asked the right question or just ask questions. Mm -hmm. Just ask questions. Everyone should ask questions. Everyone should definitely talk to their banks, mm -hmm. come up with a, a plan already. Um, again, we, there are solutions. So if you think you just have cash and, oh no, you nothing else. Money There's talks. Always. There's always money talks. Money talks. Money, money talks. talks. And you know, and it sucks because sometimes it's so hard to prove the money, but like, Money talks. So that's, you know, there are solutions for all that. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. you know, there's a lot I, of loopholes. It's a lot of loopholes. A lot of, it's just a lot of loopholes. If you know the right people and you know the right loopholes, you, you'll, you, you'll be fine. You will, like, you can be a homeowner, like, and maybe two, three years, if you guys are putting your mind right and you guys are following and budgeting and everyone can have a chance to ownership. There's no excuse why no one in our country, especially, in the city, GTA, that no one is not a homeowner. Facts. Everybody should have a chance to be a homeowner. Yeah, sooner or later. Like even people do it young, people do it later. But sometime in your life, everyone should do it. Everyone should do it. And I suggest everyone to always work with a salesperson, a realtor. Don't try to do it by yourself. The FISBO, the for sale by owners, you, you're, you're, it's so much more headache and something so um, something so big. Like remember, a, a property is the biggest asset that one will ever own in their life. Yeah. It's the biggest asset. So that uh, big asset, you need to be smart about it. So, you know, like, just talk to the right people. Just, just do it, guys. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Don't, and, don't, and just trust professionals. There's a reason why we everyone has those jobs. Just trust a professional. 
You know, like just because you can go and, and bandage yourself and like, you know, fix a one to you're not going to go to the doctor because you don't want to pay or no, you're going to go to the trusted professional. Go, dope, 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 yeah, dope. go to get a realtor, okay, go to your mortgage broker, start friending up all your banks. Facts. And also uh, fix up your credit, which was one thing that you really mentioned is the credit is, is very important. Yes, Capital One, I'm telling you guys, Capital One Massacre is a mm -hmm. blessing in disguise. People don't think so even if it's a $300 limit that $300 limit will help you every month as long as you're paying it every month your credit score will go up every 30 days and i've watched it i'm a witness of it i'm, I'm i've had horrible credit i've had great credit so i i you know i know how to i know how to maneuver it all okay great 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 and pay your bills pay your bills all that happened the cell phones a lot of things they don't even go towards your credit a lot of people think that they're like cell phone payments will help no they won't help so what really helps them? What, Credit what? cards. So obviously, um, obviously your loans, so secured loans, like, you know, your, your um, OSAP loans, those will pay off your OSAPs. If you're looking also to pay off your debts, look, I suggest everyone to go on Equifax.ca, sign up to Equifax and just pull your credit report because a lot of people don't even realize that there's a lot of discrepancies. Like my ex-husband, we pulled up his before we we're doing our mortgage stuff. Um, he pulled up his and he had, um, like a rental car rental company, like enterprise that said he owed them $500. Oh, and, wow. and the thing is, I was like, no, his credit was horrible. I'm like, this makes no sense. We have the one delinquent account. So look into it. Cause sometimes your name is wrong. The information is wrong. Then you got to call Equifax and you got to tell them, correct it. I, we had everyone, we had enterprise send us, it was the wrong ID. They put their, someone else's delinquent account under uh, someone else's like our account. So it's just like a lot of people don't even know that they're getting lower um lower credit scores based on just discrepancies or just you know mistakes and remember everyone is human right so just check your credit scores go through it go through the history confirm that that's your credit limit confirm that, that your monthly payments are on point confirm that there are no discrepancies and just follow your credit score it's a very 29.95 just to see what your score is i think it's an affordable price i think it's a, for your to invest in yourself because i think everyone should know where their credit is at regardless if home ownership or not. Credit is very important in this country, so everyone needs it. I work with a lot of renters because a lot of people don't have good credit. So it's very important. So definitely check your credit. Um, in terms of like car payments, yes, car payments will go towards it. Um, yes, so your, your, your loans, they will look at that. Your credit cards, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000%. Cell phone bills, you can make all the payments. It's not gonna help you. The only time it's gonna go in your credit report is basically when you when you mess it up and you become delinquent. Mm -hmm. All the delinquent stuff that'll affect you, but any any payments that you do make is not even helping you. So it's like, like how do you do you not pay? Do you pay? It's like it doesn't even help your credit, but obviously pay because you don't want to be delinquent. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, talk to your mortgage people. Get to know the mortgage people and have people on your side. Definitely check your credit scores. Um, make sure there's no errors, um, keep saving money, um, you know, put it in some interest accounts. Um, there's, you know, simply, I, I also tell everyone go to simply financial. They are one of the only banks that don't have any monthly fees. Those monthly fees add up and they have also interest accounts where you can put your money in on an account and get like 1% or 4% depending on what you choose. So every month you start seeing a few dollars rack up and that ultimately, if you have a lot of money in there, just leave it in there. It's going to rack up and this extra income. So, you know, that looks good in your account too. Let's see what else. Um, how many years did they go back? Oh yeah, so, so for, okay, so everything goes back after seven years, everything falls off your, your, your report after seven years. And then they check your history every three, they keep stuff on your account every three. So every three years they'll purge the information. And then again, try not to do more than two three checks a year if you only if you have to and if you're shopping around every time people are pulling up your credit you're losing points so just be very wary of where you're going to um apply for a lot of people will be like oh come sign up with a credit card it's gonna you know it's good for your credit come 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 but they don't know your situation they just want to sell the business to you and mm -hmm. so people are like oh let me try it and then score went down and they still didn't even get their credit card so you're you're losing you're not getting your credit card so you're not going to build any credit with that and now you're you've lost points on your credit so have one i suggest have one credit card if you have to um you know car loan um try not to have too much also on your accounts 
don't buy like five cars unless you're like a business, but don't do that. They will not, they will not um, approve you. They're very strict. Yeah. Wow, you drop a lot of gems. You drop a lot yeah, of information. Right. Time, you know, I'll probably think of more later too. <laughs> if you think of any, man, just send me some notes. I'll post them on my page. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, that's that's like, yeah, it's a good idea. You know, like remember the rules are always changing in real estate. They're yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Changing. There's always it's always a it's a learning curve. Every year we're always learning something. So. Oh man, that's crazy, man. I, one thing, the reason why I wanted to do this because a lot of artists are solely focused on music and never really like think about life itself. You know what I mean? Think about hey, it's not just about music, man. You need to get a crib. Maybe using that crib, you can get that equity from that crib to fund your music because you're always right? complaining about not having no money. So you gotta find ways to get the money, bro. Ain't nobody exactly. gonna. Ain't nobody gonna fund your your career and your dream and when you could do that shit yourself. So you gotta find different ways. There's the that's the 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 real estate, that's the car rental shit you were talking about, stocks. So a lot of people gotta find ways to fund their careers. So you coming coming here and giving us all that information, I really appreciate it for real. For real. Yeah, imagine imagine the artists are owning those beautiful homes, those beautiful mansions, and they become now an Airbnb type, or they're renting out to other up and coming artists. You know, it's it's a, it's a different type of hub after, you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah, no right. one realizes they just rather throw bands, rent cars all day, look rich, and then go home to still live at home. No offense, because you uh -huh. know I lived at home too at one point, but that's what that's all they do. I mean, it doesn't make it, it doesn't match what they're singing about or rapping about. It's rap, it cap rap. I'm gonna call it cap rap. I know. There's, I got a question that just came in. He said, "What do you do about collections? If you have collections on your okay, so if you have collections again, um, so." There's a lot of consumer proposals, like a program. So basically, um, you can you can call for um. Let me see. There's one that does it. Um, what is the company? Um, 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 not Mogo. There's another company. I'll get the name. There's a company basically that there's a lot of companies that they will do consumer proposals. So they'll basically pay off all your bills, and then you're paying them, uh, um, a monthly payment to pay all that off. I always tell people also don't go bankrupt. I there is no way that there's no way you cannot not fix your credit within seven years. Going bankrupt, you're stuck for seven years. No one will touch you. I suggest never, ever go bankrupt. A lot of people come to me and ask me. I say, absolutely not. Like, there, there's there, no, there, there's so much weight. No, no, don't go bankrupt. It's horrible. Don't do it. I don't like it. I would rather you guys do proposals where you guys are getting your, you're consolidating all your debts. Mm -hmm. Do all that. Consolidate your debts because you're still making payments. They're still going to put that on the credit they're still going to make sure that you are making those payments um so definitely do not do the bankrupt stuff um yeah, yeah. all right yeah. dope so you you did mention mogul when it comes to like lending lending uh companies like mogul do you do you suggest that let's just say somebody that doesn't have the full amount the full thirty thousand dollars a month do you, do you suggest they could go to mogul and borrow, borrow next fifteen thousand dollars to add to their Mm, okay, so I wouldn't suggest. Mo okay, so Mogul is probably the one of the worst ones because they make you pay an arm and a leg. You like you can borrow, for example, ten thousand dollars, and at the end you owe like thirty thousand after. Jeez. So it's like it's so now that goes now that that just depends on how bad you want that goal of ownership. So yeah. it just really depends yourself now because a lot of people will do it. They'll take that money. They'll they'll invest it and flip it. I know people have taken the serb and they flipped that money, and a lot of other people just taking the serb and sat on that money and just did nothing and just blew it. So a lot of people had enough money to come together and really buy property if people were smart, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have put a certain, um, certain money together and things like that. Yeah, Right, think about a five friend, what, 12 grand? I don't even know how much they were getting, 12, 18, I don't know, whatever, I don't know. Imagine five friends, you know, real friends, real, you know, real loyalty, you know, invest together, buy together. Like, like what? You guys could have done it. It's crazy. I had a few people that actually did buy with that money. They did oh, wow. put their monies together. Like, so two couples, they did put their money together and they got like something small like out in Hamilton, but it's possible. They, if you really, really, really want it, you will make it happen. The same way you guys want those really cool new kicks and the new, you know, Burberry, all this. Like, <laughs> trust me, you guys, if you guys really want it, you guys will get it. And I feel like everyone should start investing in themselves and really like seeing the bigger picture. You can do a lot more with real estate money. Bad about that but yeah i'm not gonna hold you on for too long uh, i really appreciate you coming on this podcast sharing all that information because i really wanted to 
I already want that information to come from a professional, somebody that does it on a daily basis. So before I let you go, uh, where can people reach you? Where can they contact you? Um, like yeah, so everyone sees you on the ground. So yeah, you guys can find me at team underscore real estate 247 because real estate, it is 24 seven day or night. We are here to serve you. We have a team of five female professionals all from um, Royal LePage and then the rest are from Remax West. Shout out the Rexdale office. Um, we have a team of professionals waiting to help you guys. So again, if you guys need to find me, team underscore real estate 247 on Instagram. My number is there. A lot of people know me from, you know, real estate. A lot of your favorite rappers from the city. I'm the, I'm the realtor plug. So yeah. they trust me, you know, so confidentiality is number one. They trust me to lay their head somewhere. So I, I want to be able to help the city too. I want to help the public. I want all of us to prosper together. I want to be able to like, hey, I'm going to go to your house. Yeah, your house. You know, we have, let's own a block. Let's own you know, a whole block. Buy, exactly, buy back the block. Like, buy back we, the block. That's the whole. Buildings, you know, I want to be the Griselda Blanco of all the Nipsey hustles. There we go. We can make it happen. Let's connect the dots and, and put more people exactly. on Exactly, and networking. Meet everyone because you never know who's the next stepping stone to your, your, your next goal. Everyone back. you meet, you never know. Don't ever underestimate anyone because you never know who's going to, who they're going to bring next. Facts. Be humble, be, you know, just be be real. That's all I can tell you. That's all you can really do. Be humble. So I really appreciate you. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. No problem. I'm going to get you guys the hacks. They asked for the hacks. So when she sent us the hacks, I want to send you guys the, the hacks. I'm yeah, gonna yeah, I'm going, I'm going to do that. I'm going to restart this computer and I will send that to you guys. And wow. also, guys, I also help with renting. So even if you guys are not ready for the home and you do, everyone has a, needs a place to live, we do help with that. We do have special programs if you have bad credit or no credit, we do have special solutions. Just hit up Team 247. We have something for everyone. All right, sounds good. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Have a good night, all right? All right, take care. Bye. Right, take care, bye guys.